What's up? It's Marvin of the Miles Ahead Podcast. For episode two, I'll take a deep dive into the NBA, talking about the differences between a star and a superstar. To add on to that, I'll get into the underrated and overrated teams in the East and the West. Now for the NFL, I'll give my review on last week's wildcard weekend games, as well as my predictions for this week's divisional round games. Now let's get into it. And now for the first segment of the NBA talk, the difference between a star and a superstar. The sports media loves giving superlatives to certain players in the league that don't deserve it. Calling them superstars, but they're not. What makes a superstar is having a great leadership. Being great in the playoffs. Taking your team far in the playoffs to a conference finals or a finals or winning the championship. Being that main part, that driving force, the reason why they're there. Being that impact player, the person that you can't win without. Not only that, having great talent as well as good numbers, but when the numbers are needed, especially when they're needed, that's when you are a superstar. What makes a star is they always have great numbers and they're always considerably better than the average. They could take their team to the playoffs, but they never get past a certain point, which is the first or second round. The sports media, such as the first take, the jump, undisputed, and first things first, they all tend to overrate players. The four main superstars in this league are LeBron, Steph, KD, and Kawhi. They've all proven that they could win, that, that their teammates can win with them. They've all won championships. They have all been to a finals. They've all been to a conference finals. And they have all succeeded in the NBA. The borderline superstars are Anthony Davis. Yes, he's the all-time talent. But we're still waiting on the playoff success. We're waiting on him to get to a conference finals. He hasn't been there yet. He's only been a first round and second round exit. He hasn't pushed the team. But many great players in the league have. Such as a Larry Bird and a LeBron or Steph. They've been able to take their teams far into the playoffs. Michael Jordan, Kobe, James Harden. Yes, he has taken his team far into the playoffs, but he has not been able to to show up. He doesn't show up at the crucial times in the playoffs. Yes, he puts up great regular season numbers, but is he just a regular season player? That's why he's a borderline star, borderline superstar. He's on the cusp. He could be there, but he's not there as of right now. When he gets to a finals or wins a championship, call me. But as of right now, he's not there. Kyrie. Kyrie, he's a great player. But he hasn't proven himself 
outside of LeBron just yet. We're still, we're still waiting on him to get to a conference finals by himself. Now the team without, now the team was able to get to a conference finals without him, but now we need to see him be able to get to a finals or conference finals with them. And there's a lot of expectations on that team. The stars are Russell Westbrook, who hasn't gone anywhere since Kevin Durant has left. Their team has not been doing well since KD has left. Now, um, now he could change that since that he's having great chemistry with Paul George, but as of right now, he's just a star. So what's Paul George? Paul George, he doesn't really show up in the playoffs. The playoffs is something that he's scared of. He doesn't ha- he doesn't show up in the fourth quarter. But now that he has Russell Westbrook, we don't know. He could potentially be a borderline superstar. But he has to get to a finals. The next person is Giannis. Giannis has gone six years and not been past the first round. I don't understand why people consider him a superstar. He hasn't done anything at all. Another person is Clay. Clay hasn't been anywhere because of Stephen Curry. And plus, we have not seen Clay outside of Stephen Curry. He's only superstar. He's only a superstar because of Stephen Curry's play. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, he's a great player. But I'm not going to be able to say that he's pushed past greatness until that he takes his team to a finals or wins a championship. People need to recognize the difference between a superstar and a star. Now that I explained it, we can move on to the next topic. Coming up, the overrated and underrated teams in the West and the East. And now we're back. Hope you enjoyed the last segment. We're switching gears to the underrated and overrated teams in the NBA. The underrated teams in the West are the Spurs. Greg Popovich has always had great coaching. And he's been able to make the playoffs since Tim Duncan has left. They have a great system in moving the ball. They have good veterans such as Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, Paul Gasol, and Marco Bellinelli, who have all had decent playoff success. Plus, they have really great hustle defense. And I would not be shocked if they were to knock off a good team in the playoffs. The next team is the OKC Thunder. The OKC Thunder, they have been really great defensively. They have been doing great on the rebounds. And plus, with the combination of Russell Westbrook and Paul George building their chemistry, they can be a, they can be a potential threat in the playoffs. The underrated teams in the East are... The Pacers, they have been playing very well on the defensive end. They're third in the East now. Plus, they have really great play from Sabonis and Oladipo. They have become a really great tandem, and they have really great grit, and they always want to have a desire to win, and that's what you see from them. So I would not be shocked if there was a knockoff of Celtics or the Sixers because they have a lot of grit, 
And now we're going to move on to the next underrated team in the East, and they are the Heat. The Heat have always had really good, consistent coaching in Eric Spolstra. He's been to the playoffs before, and he's been taking them to the playoffs since LeBron has left. So that's been a while. Plus, they have veteran leadership in Dwayne Wade and Goran Dragic. Plus, they have that nothing-to-lose persona. So why not them? So those are the teams that are underrated in the East and the West. Now we're going to move on to the overrated teams. The overrated teams in the West are the Rockets. James Harden will lose his energy quick come playoff time. He's not dependable. He doesn't get the same type of phantom calls that he gets in a regular season. And I'm not expecting anything different in the playoffs. He's not a dependable player. Chris Paul is highly injury prone. Neither one of them are great leaders. Plus, they traded their top two elite defenders for Carmelo Anthony, who hasn't been able to play the same since 09. He's not a great player. And then on top of that, he's not even on the team right now. He's not a bench player. He's not a starter. Where he, where he is a starter at is the Shanghai China League. And I don't even know if they, would pick him, if they would pick him up. And I would also say he would be a starter in the three-on-three tournament. But I don't know if they would pick him up either. Because he's that bad. Mike D'Antoni is an overrated coach. He's not a take-you-over-the-top type of coach. Like a Steve Kerr, a Greg Popovich, or a Phil Jackson. He's not someone who's going to win you championships. He's more so a George Carl, a Jerry Salone, or a Doug Collins. Those type of coaches are only going to get you to a conference finals or finals. They're not going to get you over the top and win you a championship. So this team, I'm not expecting anything from this season. The next team I'm not expecting anything from in the West is the Portland Trailblazers. They're very inconsistent. Their backcourt is a liability, and they always get knocked out in the first or second round. The only thing that the organization should be worried about is which player are they trading, C.J. McCollum or Damian Lillard? I think it should be both because neither one of them are good. They're both overrated, and neither one of them have done anything in the playoffs to, to change my mind or tell me that they're a transcendent player. They're not. As for the overrated teams in the East, the Sixers are bad because Ben Simmons can't shoot. And plus, Joel Embiid isn't being utilized properly. Ben Simmons' play is very predictable come playoff time. He's going to drive in and he's going to kick it out. And guess what? It's going to be another turnover on that list. Plus, they don't have enough spot-up shooters on the team. All they have is a J.J. Redick. They need more shooters in order to be a threat in the, in the East. The final team that's overrated is the Bucks. I just don't believe in Giannis. Giannis's play, yes, he plays well in the regular season. He does very well in the play. In, he does okay in the playoffs. But the only reason why is because the teams that he, that he goes up against, they adjust to his play. Because he can't shoot. 
He's been a first-round exit every year since he's been in the playoffs, which is six years. I'm not expecting anything different from that team. And they're not a clutch team. And that's it for this topic. Coming up, I will give my review on last week's wildcard weekend games as well as my predictions for this week's divisional playoff round games. Now let's get into the wildcard weekend games review. The first game we're going to get into is the Colts versus the Texans. My prediction was correct in terms of having the Colts win. Although I was wrong about it being a relatively high scoring game. It was a blowout though. The Colts beat them 21 to seven. The better team won. The Colts just had the experience of Andrew Luck, the defense showing up, and also T.Y. Hilton's great play and route running. They're gonna have to fare very well versus the Chiefs if they want if they're gonna get the W. The next game that I was correct on was the Chargers beating the Ravens. I thought that this game would be a relatively high scoring game due to Lamar Jackson's regular season play. He played very well in the regular season, but he wasn't clutch in the playoffs. He choked. The Chargers just had the better defense They forced a lot of turnovers, and they were able to sack and pressure Lamar into throwing bad throws. Phillip Rivers, he played well enough to get the win, but they're going to have to tighten it up in order to beat the Patriots, who exposed deficiencies. The team I was wrong about was the Cowboys beating the Seahawks. I had the Seahawks beating the Cowboys, but it was reversed this time. It was a close game. The Seahawks missed a couple of field goals to put them ahead or to give them a comfortable lead. The Cowboys just had Dak making great plays to get the W along with some good defense and Ezekiel Elliott's good game. They're going to have to do very well in order to beat the Rams. The final team I had correct was the Eagles. The Eagles, they had a really good game against the the Bears. The Bears, they choked terribly. I'm talking about the field goal kicker. He hit the goalpost twice, and then it came back out. That game will be forever known as the double doink game. And the Bears, they lost by only one point. The Eagles, they just had really great clutch play. And Nick Foles, the championship pedigree and great defense. They played very well. And it could be a tough out for the Saints. And they're going to have to go up against a really good team in the Saints. But we're going to see. In my predictions, who will win that game? But the question that's going to happen for the Eagles come next offseason is, who should be 
the quarterback, Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. Because Nick Foles could get you W's in the playoffs. He's very reliable. And that's it for this week's Wild Card Weekend Game Review. Coming up, the predictions for the divisional round. Now we're back to the last and final segment. We're getting into the predictions for the divisional round. So let's get to it. The first game I got is the Colts over the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs are my Super Bowl pick. And they have had a really great regular season along with Patrick Mahomes having an MVP year. But... The thing that gets me caused to pause is, is they haven't won a playoff game since Joe Montana was quarterback. They have a great home crowd, but that crowd is definitely nervous. Plus, the defense can't defend against the pass. If the Chiefs win and stop the drought, they're definitely going to the Super Bowl. But for now... I'm going with the safe bet and picking the Colts over the Chiefs, 35 to 24. Because of the defense, Andrew Luck's experience, T.Y. Hilton's potential breakout game. Those are my reasons for picking the Colts over the Chiefs. The next thing, the next game I got is the Rams over the Cowboys. The Cowboys are three and five on the road, while the Rams are 7-1 at home. I'm taking the, the Rams because of Jared Goff's play and his ability to throw the football very well. They have good receivers. Todd Gurley is going to have a breakout game. And Sean McVay will be able to make the adjustments to get his team to W. The next game I got is the Saints over the Eagles. 35 to 24. The Saints will beat the the Saints have beaten the Eagles earlier in the season by blowout. Although Nick Foles is a problem and he will have a pretty good game, but I think that the Saints are motivated. And the reason why I'm taking the Saints is because of Drew Brees having something to prove. That home crowd is nothing to mess with. And their defense is good. The final team I'm taking is the Chargers over the Patriots. 24 to 17. I'm taking the Chargers because of Tom Brady's fall off. He can't throw the deep ball like he used to anymore. The Patriots defense is terrible. The Chargers have the better roster and they are 7-1 on the road. And that is it for my divisional round picks. There will be a review next week on the games. And for, and for the next week, I'm also going to be predicting the AFC and NFC championship games. And who wins that? And that's it on the NFL.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. Next week, I'll be doing something a little bit different. I'll be doing a review on a Netflix hit, Bird Box. Have a great weekend, and let's be miles ahead.